Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is March 20th. This is the Fightful.com post-Smackdown show. Live from the Performance Center. For some reason, still live. I, I mean, at least mostly live. I am joined by Mr. Warren Hayes. little peek behind the curtain. This will be our number four that Warren and I have recorded together today. We are putting three retro reviews in the can. And I might release one early, depending on some Super Chat goals that I may have over the next week. But uh, we, we did a great one. The one that I want to release... We took a look at Triple H versus Shawn Michaels from the last Raw of 2003. And then we went back to the start of their friendship all the way to Crown Jewel. It was a fun look at things, Warren. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm rather enjoying this new uh, new retro review format on FightfulSelect.com. Yes, and it, it's actually it, – it, it's really fun to just have an opportunity to to delve into a match like that and a couple of people – it's always fun to rewatch pay-per-views. Don't get me wrong and talk about it because there's usually a lot of material to go through. But here, it's really more like a deep dive, right? Going into some very particular uh, instances regarding specific individuals all throughout a career. No, it was a lot of fun. The other two that we did as well were a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to all of them being released. And since we spent so much time together today, Sean, I almost feel like I should buy you dinner. You should. You should. But you didn't. You didn't. I'll dock it from your pay. No, no big deal. It's it's no problem. Right, it's but uh, we actually do have our first in this format already up on FightfulSelect.com. It is Art Bar, Eddie Guerrero, and Luis Spicoli. It is heavily focused on them, that Worlds Collide match from AAA in 94, and then what happened following before. It's a great look. But we have dozens of retro reviews at FightfulSelect.com. So right now, if you're thinking, oh, man, I want to I wanna get a, a look at something different. FightfulSelect.com, in addition to the exclusive news, in addition to Alex Palowski's Sour Graps, in addition to Steven Jensen's Weekender, in addition to Q&As, as long as we're over 500 subs, we're going to do Q&As weekly. We had two with Jimmy Van this week. We had one with me last week. I'll be back this upcoming week for another one. In addition to that, in addition 
to the Backstage Report podcast, where you get news that you will only hear at Fightful. Nowhere else. Until they until they listen to our show and pick it up themselves, maybe. You also get dozens of retro reviews and dark match commentaries that are in there. Check it out. Had to do the plug at the top of the show because uh, not a lot happened on SmackDown tonight. Although I will say, mm-hmm. of the Performance Center shows thus far, by far the best. Unquestionably. Unquestionably. This was this was the most uh this was the most put together one. We actually got wrestling. Yes. Like we actually had wrestling matches. Would would we go as far as to say as a certain uh, AEW Wednesday night show may have influenced the direction tonight? Mayhaps. Uh maybe. And if so, well, we ended up being winners because it was much much more enjoyable than Anything of the NXT, uh, of the Performance Center show that they've put on so far. I wouldn't call it a great night of wrestling, but it, in the context, I was, yeah, as a certain podcaster out there, just a, 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 a podcaster out there says, context is king. It's important to keep in mind the context that we're in right now. This was, a, this was fine. It was a good show. Reminder, if you're watching live on YouTube or at any time on YouTube, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. But if you are watching live on YouTube, donate a super chat. Any amount, you can get your question or statement read on the air. Shane Haas is the first one up. He says, do you think WrestleMania build is getting a lot better uh, with less matches? Might it make fans want, uh, want it more if the wrestlers touch less? Yes! I've been saying that forever. I- I- Alex, or... Warren, because I've said it to Alex so many damn times, WWE does things to death to the point to where I don't want to see these people touch anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want to see them wrestle anymore. The Corbin Reigns thing, 12, 12 matches, 12. One of the things I love so much about MJF and Cody Rhodes was that that feud went just about as long. It went one month less than Reigns and Corbin but they had one match, mm-hmm. one match that they built to. And that that's something that I really enjoy. Reigns and Goldberg, they have not touched yet, so I'm a little bit more excited for that. If they were doing tag matches every week, I probably wouldn't, Warren. If they were doing tag matches every week, you, you your eyes would start bleeding off of all the Goldberg at this point. It probably wouldn't be good either. No, but I agree. In theory, I agree. I think there's always exceptions to 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 that rule, but in general, you know, if we're talking about WWE in a very broad paint paint brush stroke brush stroke, uh, they they just have a tendency to do things uh, to do things to death and just ram things down our throat over and over and over again. So yes, yes, less is less is more. Kind of refreshing. I like it. Rob Wilkins says, in the world of pro wrestling, does contract tampering exist? I've stated before the Hardy stuff seems so obvious. I'm surprised. I loved it, but curious. Well, I mean, Matt Hardy has been free for three weeks. So, I mean, I'm sure the details were hammered out after that. But I do know that other people reached out to him through an intermediary in the past to see if they thought that he would even be available. And I know that that is true, but I don't know to the, to the limit. But WWE participates in contract tampering all the time, MLW had to send warnings about it. Uh, I know Shane Strickland was one of them. I know Garza and Humberto Carrillo were a couple of them that MLW was like, uh, hey, homeboys, 
what are y'all doing? Like, these are our guys. Well, they weren't for long. So, I mean, that's that's a thing. Eventually, I think eventually some legal action will be taken about this in the future. The thing is, is that when you when it's WWE and you're MLW, legally, what are you going to do? WWE can easily keep this in the courts for years and with all the incurring expenses and they won't even blink. Whereas MLW will probably can't necessarily afford the legal team to uh, to pursue this. So that's it. Uh, what are you going to do? And Hannah Moore says, and if you want to ram things down people's throats, get Blue Chew with code Fightful. I'm done now. That's right. BlueChew.com and you use the code Fightful. You're about to be self-isolated for quite a while. And sometimes that distancing can be hard. But not as hard as your erect penis will be when you use BlueChew.com code Fightful. Here's the great news. Right now, you're going to have doctor's offices crammed. The weights are going to be just insane. It's going to be a pain to even get into the doctor's office. Not even not even that. Just getting your phone call through. Well, when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's prescribed online by BlueChew affiliated physicians and shipped straight to your door. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to sit through all all the stuff that's going on now. I mean, it's a danger to even go out. So if you're trying Viagra and Cialis, or you have been for a long time, get Blue Chew a shot. It's a chewable. It gets in your system a lot faster. It's got the same uh, FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's ready when you are, and if you're not ready, it'll get you ready. Ships to your home discreetly, or your P.O. box. If you're trying to shove more than Blue Chew in somebody else's box, I mean, then you probably need Blue Chew to help you out there. BlueChew.com, code Fightful, just pay $5 shipping. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's what's going on here tonight. Lots of lots of Blue Chew talk. Kevin Langoff says, COVID versus swine flu versus Ebola, triple threat, who wins? Stay safe, guys. Well, swine flu took... H1N1 took many more lives. Ebola seems the most unpleasant, to be honest with you. But COVID is very contagious. Dare I say maybe the most contagious. So it's really a matter of of experience over everything, Warren. And I think H1N1 probably takes that triple threat. Any thoughts? Uh, I would say so, too. It. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh, the the uh, H1N1 was uh, more difficult to contract, but deadlier. Uh, you know, and you know, I think it's essentially. I know someone who had it three times. Really, three times. She told me that That's... this week, and I was like, "Huh." The, the way I see it, it's kind of like it's you're putting a what do you call them? The big sons of big sirloin sirloin beef sons of bitches. Yeah. Versus a, a a lightweight, like yeah. a light heavyweight. To That's me, essentially, it to me, Ebola is like the Bray Wyatt of those. Like it was the scariest. Yes, yes. But the push was stopped right in its tracks. Like it got mm-hmm. stopped pretty quick. To me, coronavirus, COVID, is like getting the sustained dominant push. That's like keeping everybody in their house. 
And swine flu was like the one that everybody heard about, but they maybe didn't experience themselves because they just didn't. It's the indie darling, so to speak. Yeah, it's Nick Gage. Yeah, you know what? It's Nick Gage. There you go. Aaron Jace fan says, just my opinion. Every champion should retain at WrestleMania in order for bigger moments with a live crowd except for the Goldberg match. I disagree. I have a lot of people saying, oh, wait until, wait until, wait until. If we've seen anything from WWE, it's that we don't want to wait until because I don't trust them to do it. Also, what I don't want to see during this period is meaningless wrestling, Warren. I want to see stuff that matters, whether it's in front of a crowd or not, because you know where where there is a crowd? Right in front of these monitors that need entertained very badly. Do you do, should we get into this now? Because I have some very, very, well, very succinct, I, not succinct, very passionate thoughts about this. Is this about the women's match? Well, it all boils into it. Yes. Well, we we will get into it then. Okay. Um, but we have some but more thank super, you for the chats. super chat. <laughs> yes, we we will attack that question. Tim Traver says, "I want to say thank you, Fightful, and Mr. Warren Hayes for the podcast you all are doing, trying to keep my mind off of things." Thank you, Tim. We appreciate you. Rob says, surprise with ESPN, WWE, mania deal. Does it lead to anything? So as Jeremy Lambert kind of pointed out on Twitter, WWE effectively has some sort of television presence with NBC Universal, Fox, mm-hmm. and now ABC because ABC owns ESPN. I think it's a good move to run WrestleMania the next few weekends. Why not? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, especially since it's, I think there's a part of of WWE that is realizing that they might not be living up to expectations, that the hype mm-hmm. might not be there. So, what better way to hype your big show than giving people access to your previous big shows? Uh, will it do the opposite effect where you have forty thousand people here and seventy thousand people here in the in this? seven-hour show, and then WrestleMania this year is basically, as you put it last week, and I really, really like the way Frankenstein together um, in front of no live crowds, is it going to do the opposite effect? Is it going to maybe create an expectation, raise the bar a little, only to have it brought back down? I don't know. But to me, it makes makes sense for WWE to be doubling down in this season. but I do kind of wonder what the end game is here. Is it – are they establishing a relationship with ESPN? Maybe. Are they trying stuff out? Because, you know, there has been talk about the network being – the WWE network maybe being broken apart, maybe taking the premium content, as they like to call it, and giving it given to another OTT over-the-top provider. Um, would it, Would they be in talks with – ESPN then, and they just want to test the waters on something. You know, I don't think it's as I don't think it's as flush as, hey, we're going to give the people some free entertainment because they need it these days. I'm pretty sure ESPN needs some uh, needs some uh, some programming blocks filled. So I'm sure that it's a win win for everyone. But I'm pretty sure someone is testing out some waters here. Yeah, I would imagine so too. Jimmy Vance says, glad SRS knows I was right all along regarding WWE. I don't know what you mean, Jimmy. Specify in the chat, please. You weren't right about that $80 stock price, that's for sure. Shane Haas says, that Bluetooth spot was smoother than my balls after using the Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Hey, 
Let's not go there right now. They haven't renewed yet. That was a trial run to see if they liked us. They said they liked us, but they haven't got back to me. So don't put them over yet. I like their products, but they got to pay. They got to pay. <laughs> and uh, finally, we have throwback with, again, the MVP of the Super Chat. Always with these generous Super Chats. Kicking us off into our SmackDown review 15 minutes into the show. He says, with Gronk on SmackDown now, does this mean Warren has to get a Gronk jersey? If so, I can get him one being from Boston. Does Brian winning the tag help him get close to the IC title? Should Mania have an Otis versus Ziggler match? By the way, taxes came in. Hey, we thank you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> as far as Otis Ziggler, yes. That is a WrestleMania match at this point when this yep. show is two nights, Warren, yep. without a doubt. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. This is it's It's something that I've been calling for for a few weeks now, but we're going to touch on it. But after tonight, this is undeniable. It's not a tag team match. It's not Rude and Ziggler versus Heavy Machinery. This is a one-on-one fight yes. that we need. Uh, the, the IC title thing, yeah, Brian D- winning does get him closer to it, as we saw tonight, and I'm I'm happy with it. I loved Gulak and Brian tonight, and we will talk about that. But with Gronk on SmackDown now, Warren, are you getting a, a, a Gronk jersey? Look, I'd uh, sure I'd I'd wear a Gronk jersey. I don't know where to get one, but I'd wear one. Hey, he knows where to get one. Let's see if we can make that happen. So Gronk. Kicks off SmackDown. Well, Michael Cole and Mojo Rawley kick off SmackDown and introduce Gronk. And let me tell you, that was one of the most annoying goddamn entrances I have ever seen. Right? And I know people will go, ha <laughs> he was meant to! Meant to! No, he wasn't, because he was about to face off with Baron Corbin. So no, it wasn't meant to. He comes out and they gave him the most annoying ass music of all time. He does this condescending, like, sarcastic, over-the-top dancing that you can tell is what he thinks is being charismatic, but is really just him being annoying as hell, Warren. But didn't you hear, didn't you hear in the lead-up, Grunk likes to have fun. He likes to have fun. He's a party guy, so of course he's going to fit in great with WWE because, because commentary likes to point out that their superstars like to have fun. I saw Gronk Gronkski come to the ring tonight, and I said, look at that Gronk guy. He likes to have fun. So oh boy. it was a fun time. Well, he said that he—I did like the line about him being at FCW to watch Mojo when there were five fans in the crowd. Sure. That was—it was—it was—I re- like that. And his chops, honestly, looked really good. Got to give him credit. The chops looked good. But Baron Corbin comes out and runs his gimmick. Get on your knees. Bow to the king. I don't see, and, and I had people in, in the comments last week, you guys sound like a bunch of haters when you talk trash about Baron Corbin. You, you, you all sound like a bunch of freaking haters. Hey, where'd you get that from? Freaking haters, man. I don't know what what's even going on here. You all are just hating on Baron Corbin. He is what a heel should be. And because because I'm smarter than you, I recognize the heat that he's getting. I swear to God, I do. And Baron Corbin, greater than MJF, greater than, in no way, not by booking, not by promos, not by protection, are they comparable? Weird that people compare the two. Weird. 
And here's the thing. Did I spy with my two deteriorating eyes? Best heel in the business, TM. Get hit with the old Boys and Girls Club of America table trip. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many times Mm -hmm. I saw little kids pull that at the Boys and Girls Club? Mm -hmm. Where one gets on all fours and they shove him over? Mm -hmm. God damn. He's better than this. His delivery isn't. Delivery's bad. But he did this this interview this week, Warren, where he's like, I can do 600 moves, but I only do four because it makes the crowd upset. I mean... Well, one, one, no, you don't. You're, you're legit. One of the most innovative dudes in the ring on the roster, and I get he's not going to get on there and say I'm one of the most innovative dudes on the roster, but he is. He comes up with new moves that people have not seen. Mm-hmm. But boring people away from caring about your matches isn't really what I would have in mind. Should, should we clear the air? Maybe I think it's for the third time. We're gonna or fifth. Feels like a lot anyway. We don't hate Baron Corbin. We, Sean and I are multiple times on record saying that we enjoy Baron Corbin's work. Yeah. Go back a few months ago, re-listen to our reviews when we were talking about the King of the Ring tournament and we're putting, uh, we're putting Baron Corbin over. We're talking about how great his work is and how interesting he's become. Baron Corbin in himself, in his in-ring work is not the problem. He's saddled with a stupid gimmick and he's fed corny lines and he's put into these situations where he always looks embarrassed, where again, tonight he ends up going (sighs) because that's the only way certain people in creative on SmackDown feel that heels can get heat and it's by embarrassing them completely. This segment in and about itself, was very difficult to watch. I was uncomfortable watching it because it was all, everything was corny. Corny. Everything was corny. From Gronkorny's entrance, his dancing, and when Baron Corbin's music hit, I was like, this... Peak levels of corn was attained tonight when that happened. It blew my mind that we were sitting through this and blew my mind that some people backstage decided that all of this setup was a really good idea moving forward. I didn't get it at all. Elias did the interruption and throws him over the top rope and Gronk's like, I can't make matches, but I think we should see it. (laughs) I'm like, All I, said, right. I can advocate for it. And then Michael Cole is like, wow, that's a great idea. That we, that's going to happen. And I'm like, what is the point? What is going on? I, oh, man. This is one of these circumstances where I really wish there was an authority figure of some sort that could come out and make the matches. But just don't throw that stuff around. I don't care if Gronk decides to advocate advocate for a match. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And I don't care about this match. I don't. And it's WWE's fault. I don't care about it. Sure. That's the thing. That's the important thing to underscore is that we all we want is to care. Yeah. We really do because these are talented wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin is a talented wrestler. He's not that good a heel. 
but he's and it's not his fault. He's a talented wrestler. Elias, he's good. He's good at what he 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 does. They just they've been misusing him Badly. for eons now, and it just boggles my mind that they that they've managed to do that. We we that's all we want. We just want to be able to care for them. It's we don't hate them. We just yeah. want to care for the situations. Xanthiu says, any update on that RSS feed for Select? We have an RSS feed on Select. For all of our audio, it gets sent directly to it as far as I know. Uh, if you don't get it, then uh, you might want to hit up our tech team. Jimmy said that he was right about the contract tampering. I mean, kind of. If it happens to AEW, AEW has the funds to go after them. I don't think Impact did. I don't think MLW did. But if AEW gets that type of situation, then yeah, I think WWE would have a battle on their hands, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Shane Haas says, I hope it's Jimmy Van got his money for the money's worth for the Moranis twins. Very clever. Throwback twenty seven says Gronk versus Corbin would be a gimmick match, two former football players going at it, but Corbin would win. By the way, you think Gronk will spike Corbin's crown like he does for a football in the end zone? Yes, probably. Probably. But if this were ever at a WrestleMania, Gronk would win because I don't think a celebrity has ever been pinned at WrestleMania. I know they've lost some battle royals. I don't think a celebrity has ever lost at WrestleMania. And that that is legit. Mm-hmm. As far as when, as far as a few so. years ago when I did my stats piece, nobody had. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, although I, I, I will say that I'm, I'm okay with Gronk not wrestling, uh, quite honestly, that I'm okay with that. I think his role is perfect. I think he's going to, honestly, they're all signs point to him doing a very good job hosting mm-hmm. and he does it for a living now. Uh, and he's very yeah. charismatic. He's super articulate. Uh, I'm, I'm completely, uh, okay with the, with the position he's, he's, he's given. I'm, I'm doubly okay that they're keeping him out of the ring. I don't think it would have been a good idea. Reminder, <laughs> reminder! Uh, if you want to donate a super chat, you'll get your question or statement read on the air. Dante says, I rarely watch SmackDown, but tuned in today, and it's weird seeing seeing it without some wrestlers in the crowd making noise. It feels too quiet. I want to catch up to throwbacks, <laughs> super chats, but these OnlyFans subs aren't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> times Times are hard. But fortunately, yeah. that blue chew is free, so you can be hard, and it won't affect your budget. You can still run with the OnlyFans. Ah, <laughs> oh, bless it. Yeah, it is weird seeing it without the crowd, but I do think that they learned, and they're having a bit more action on commentary over the last yeah. couple of shows to kind of help bridge that gap, so to speak. I think that's... Um, I think that's a smart idea, too. I mean, it's not quite AEW, what they did Wednesday, but it helps a lot, I think. Yes, I agree. uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak are teaming, and they got their jackets on in the ring, and they're pummeling for underhooks. You know what we need to see more of? We need to see more going around the ring and... (laughs) We need to see more wrestlers slapping themselves, like like the Armstrongs and Tracy Smothers... Mm -hmm used to do you know they would warm up like this they would just jog in place they'd be in their friggin underwear but a jacket on a satin jacket just slapping themselves i don't know what that ever did 
I participated in many warm-ups and never did a person leading the workout go, all right, slap your bicep. No, not once. Repeatedly, please. We need more. Damn. I mean, had they listened and just used more cowbell, maybe this virus would not have broken out to begin with. Here you go. Well, the, the new name for Nakamura, Zane, and Cesaro is the Artists Collective. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cesaro was the highlight of this, I thought. Oh, yeah, he, for sure. He caught a catching tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, a pop-up uppercut. Brian hit a suicide dive early in the match, and he got the win with a flying somersault sunset flip. I love that finish. These two guys just winning matches with wrestling moves and holds is is what I like. And uh, assuming we look beyond WrestleMania, which we're about to talk about, Gulak and Brian, at least until the summer when Brian takes his time off for the birth of his child, they could be a pretty nice patch to replace the revival mm-hmm. in what they do. I like them together. I, I think it. I, I think it works really well. I like how I, I like how Daniel Bryan is really leaning into the Coach Gulak thing, and he's and mm-hmm. you know just, just when they were cooling down after the match, and Gulak was like, "Okay, the, yeah, yeah, sure." Now. Breathe deep breaths, and, and and Daniel Bryan was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, deep breath." Which is weird because you know Daniel Bryan doesn't necessarily need some coaching on that level, but it's still very entertaining to see that he's leaning into it, and he's like, "Sure, yeah, I'll I'll take what you have to give." Uh, look, if 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 we're not going to get more uh, Bryan versus Gulak, might as well be on the same team, beating dudes up with wrestling moves. I'm okay with this. By the way, Throwback sent me a tweet and said, let's make it happen. Gronk jersey for Warren for Mania. We'll see. I mean, hey, shipping that to Montreal might be a little more difficult than you think at this point. Yeah, so, you never know. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Backstage, Sami Zayn is upset that Brian is listening to Gulak instead of him. And I like that. This is driven by Zayn's ego. Like, he wants mm-hmm. Brian, and he did want Brian. He tried to recruit Brian. But Brian rejected him in the past and said, you know what? I'll listen to Gulak though. Brian challenges Zane to an intercontinental match at a uh, title match at mania, which sweet, sweet man. This is the anti Elias versus Corbin. It's a, it's a surprise that I'm like, okay. But what I like even more is they were like, you know what? We're going to have a match next week. Let's add some stakes to it. How about Gulak versus Nakamura? If Gulak, This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Grainger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Grainger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply wins the title shot happens and brian goes yeah 
Sure, of course. Fucking awesome, man. All, all of this was great. You kidding me? We're getting El Generico versus uh, Daniel Bri- Brian, Brian Danielson. It's fantastic stuff. There's nothing, nothing to, nothing bad about that. It's it's going to be great. I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, I love that they're adding stakes to to the whole thing next week. That they're you know just giving Gulak something to do next week that has a relevance for WrestleMania. I dig it. I one thing that I'm a little curious of because I was a little little blindsided here. I was really expecting a Braun Strowman rematch for WrestleMania, and as it stands, Sean, they have nothing planned for Braun. Again, might be a good thing year. after today. Uh, oh, oh, right. Mm. Hey, fortunately for you guys, I have an article coming on Saturday where I just tear Braun Strowman's fashion sense to shreds, and EC3 tries to defend it. So keep on the lookout for that. But yeah, I agree. Now, Warren, from now on, I have to segue into your thoughts on these women segments as if. I was a woman in WWE cutting this promo. So I got to ask, what did you think of this this in-ring segment with Paige, Bailey, and Sasha Banks? I... Bitch! <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's it. Bailey and Sasha Banks interrupt Michael Cole and Paige. And I got to say, Bailey making fun of Paige's accent and explaining that she was doing it, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Got a little more somber when they made fun of Paige for almost getting paralyzed, but Paige gets to announce Bailey's Mania match. And <clears throat> let me let me say verbatim what Paige said. You're going to be facing <laughs> What the why? I think Dana Brooke is very talented, and I want to see her featured more. Naomi maybe would have been an all right decision if she hadn't lost. Lacey Evans just lost. Go ahead. Why is Tamina in this match, Warren? There you go. There you go. That makes absolutely no sense. Zero sense. Why did they put... Where's Carmella? Why why isn't Carmella in this match? But look, why is this match happening in the first place? Let's, Let's just take a step back here. How long have we been saying, have we been talking about Sasha Banks versus Bayley is your main event for WrestleMania? It is a top bill on your card why why are you teasing it why are you giving us a six-pack match a six-pack a six-pack challenge to just lead us into bailey versus sasha when you could just pull the trigger on it and this makes me realize just how bad they've been hot-shotting the smackdown women's division because think about it for a second if they had done this match here that they announced tonight for WrestleMania. If they had done this match for Elimination Chamber, we'd all be like, oh, cool. They're pulling the trigger on Sasha versus Bailey, and they're going to uh, give this to us at WrestleMania. We'd all be excited for it, 
and they would have had weeks of build so that Sasha and Bailey can be can go from passive aggressive to outright aggressive with each other and then lead into a fantastic match for WrestleMania. Now, I've tweeted it out. You've tweeted it out. And we both had the same responses, Sean. Well, they, they're saving this for SummerSlam. Wouldn't you prefer to have that in front of a crowd? Well, put on the glasses. Do the thing. Do the thing. Put on the glasses. Well, Make we, it happen. We, SummerSlam. You want to use SummerSlam. They're building for SummerSlam. You know when I heard that? I heard that in 2018. And you know what I did? I posted tweets <laughs> from before and after SummerSlam 2018 when that match didn't happen. Oh, but it's in Boston. It's in Boston. Don't you? In front of a crowd. Crowds yeah, no. are a hypothetical thing right now, guys. We and, don't know when a and here's crowd will happen. And here's the thing. Here's the one thing that you have to continue to understand about WrestleMania, it is WWE's big show. It is their Super Bowl. Whether there are zero fans or or 93,000 something in the Pontiac Silverdome, it is their biggest show of the year. This is where you put on your biggest matches of the year. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me that in the minds of the WWE that WrestleMania is, is not a big deal. If you don't believe me that WrestleMania is even a big deal this year, they came out tonight and the excuse that they used to put it on two nights was WrestleMania is too big for just one night. There you go. There you go. There is no reason to delay Sasha and Bailey other than you folks, you people, realizing, and I'm talking about WWE Creative, realizing that you had nothing to do for the women's division. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, we got to do something now. And instead of giving us the match that WrestleMania deserves, you're giving us Tamina. Day, WWE saves things to the point to where they render people pointless. Mm -hmm. They've been saving a Braun Strowman top run to the point to where we're two weeks from WrestleMania with no Dude. match. They've been saving Sasha and Bailey since 2018. They spent an entire year just fumbling, them. wasting them away on the, on the thought of, hey, we're going to pull the trigger on this, and then they don't. So, no. No. And I believe this <sighs> with, the, with every fiber of my being. This is a bad decision. It is going to be a mess. Sasha versus Bailey was the match we deserved. It's the match we should have got. The only way I think this can be saved, if this is elimination, is if they immediately run through all four of the other women. Oh, have them pull a yeah, have them pull a, a, a Shayna Baszler on everyone. Yes. But, and here's something else. Here's something weird. Weren't they just tooting their horn that there weren't going to be any battle royals because they wanted to reduce the number of people in the ring at the same time, and they go and put six women in a well, match? That is that is far less though. I mean, they can they well, can make far that less work. Than, sure. I mean, look, a royal. How many times have you seen? Like honestly, more more than 10, 15 people in a battle royal and a rumble royal at a time. This year didn't happen. Yeah, there's but you, I mean, the, the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania Battle Royal, everybody starts at the same time. And sure, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Kevin Langhoff yeah, says, "Is this six pack going to be elimination style?" I do not like the standard six uh, 
pack matches, pick the final two. Oh, it'll be Sasha and Bailey if it's the final two. Could you imagine if it's Tamina? Uh, look, I mean, I could. They could do anything at this point. They could put the strap on Lacey Evans at this point. I'm. I i would not yeah. be surprised. Oh man. Throwback says, with Mania being moved, is there a chance SummerSlam in Boston gets moved? With all this Corona stuff in WWE, uh, is WWE considering having these cities host the show again soon? Right now, WWE doesn't know. We don't know if crowds will be eligible in a month, two months, three months, four months, six Mm -hmm. months. We don't know yet. So, I mean, it's always a possibility. But I've been saying this over and over again. All these people that are like, oh my God, just postpone Mania. I'm like, why would they do that? This is not the NBA Finals. This is not the World Series. It is make-believe. They can. They ran Royal Rumble in January, mm-hmm. and then in April they said, well, you know what? We did the Royal Rumble, but we're going to do the greatest Royal Rumble now. And they did it really quickly on, like, no notice, no promotion. But the difference is, they could do it in Saudi Arabia. They could do it in Springfield, Missouri, if they wanted to. They can run WrestleMania in June, in July, in August, September, October, November, December. It's up to them. If they want to do WrestleMania 36 and a half, day three, they can do it because it's they can just do whatever. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, that's not WrestleMania. There's, It's a little bit of a special circumstance right now. People yeah. are like, dying so yeah but i i do think there's a possibility they could move SummerSlam for sure uh, i haven't heard that they're not even thinking that far ahead and they're they, it is truly taking it day by day right now mm-hmm. reminder donate a super chat any amount get your question or statement read on the air thank you maurice for sending one pass along a question if you so choose Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are not happy. Alexa challenges Asuka to a match next week. And we see the full Bray Wyatt versus John Cena match, which, if you gotta do it, okay, at least put stuff into context, and this was yep. very much in context. I had I had no issue with them doing this. Uh, it, it made perfect sense. A lot more sense than rerunning the, uh, the uh, Elimination t- Chamber tag team match two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, this, this leans right into the story. Um, you know, it, it's been a while. It's been six years. A little refresher does us good. I really liked remembering that, you know, the, the mixed crowd reactions that John Cena got, because right now he can do no wrong, but back then, man, and the, you know, when commentary was even acknowledging it, he's the most polarizing superstar we have. And then a couple of years later, they're saying the same thing about Roman Reigns, right? So that was really, really interesting. And as I was watching this match, by God, if Bray Wyatt is not one of the greatest or the greatest character performer in WWE history, I don't know who is. He has been so consistent and believable in a gimmick that would fail with anyone lesser than him. Mm-hmm. And and then he reinvents. With the 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 funhouse stuff, which is completely in the same vein, but a complete three uh, not three sixty because he'd be back a complete one eighty from his uh, from the 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 cult gimmick, and you also look at it. He was over. He was over in the crowd. People were chanting the song. 
They were waving their arms around as he was beating the hell out of John Cena. He, I, he's always had that connection. He's always been to a certain measure over. He's been losing, losing matches affects how uh, affects a character's perception in the audience. Ultimately, you don't want to back a loser. You want to back a winner. And imagine if he had started racking up wins, we'd be in a whole different situation with his career. Maurice uh, asked about Tony Ferguson versus Habib and whether or not that's still going to happen. I keep asking people in the UFC, and they say repeatedly that Dana White is dead set on making this happen. I know I don't post a lot of MMA scoops, but I heard that Dana White is obsessed with making this still happen. And that UFC is getting presented a new or are presenting new opportunities and spots for that every day. That fight is still like around a month away. Whew, boy, uh, it's nonstop. They're trying to make it happen. This is one of the biggest fights UFC can do. Warren, I know you're not hip to this, but this fight has been canceled five times over the last three or four years. From tripping over wires in the Fox office to illnesses to just anything that could go wrong can go wrong. And a viral outbreak (laughs) might keep it from happening. Dana White's like... I don't know, uh, I like, but we're doing it somewhere, and that's what uh, that's what UFC is is committed to doing, and I hope they do. That's a fight that selfishly I want to see. I want to see it very, very badly. Oh man, people keep sending me this AEW news. Uh, Tony Khan has said our goal every week with AEW Dynamite on TNT is to produce great shows for our fans, and I believe we do. We felt especially motivated to serve our audience this past Wednesday night, given what the entire world is coping with, and hopefully we gave them a well-deserved escape during these trying times. Everyone at AEW is very proud of what we've delivered and humbled by the response and kind words we've received from fans and partners throughout the world. Thank you. We plan on continuing to answer that call with live weekly shows every Wednesday night on TNT, but the time and circumstances aren't right for the card we had next week for Blood and Guts. The show will still happen when the time is right, but you can count on instead this coming Wednesday night is a live episode of AEW Dynamite featuring Chris Jericho confronting Matt Hardy face-to-face, one-on-one for the first time ever, and a tremendous night of wrestling action. In the meantime, until AEW Dynamite this Wednesday night, please follow us via social media and please be safe and smart so we can get back to seeing you all on the road as soon as possible. Uh, smart move from AEW. They they can't do blood and guts. That's one of those matches you do save it. You yeah. do save it because that is too crowd involved. And let's be honest, blood and guts ain't their biggest show of the year, not by a long shot. So, no, absolutely. It it's a smart move. It, pushing it back, waiting till you get till you get the audience back, waiting till everything everything falls back on its feet. Yeah, and you know what? It's you know, like we were talking about on Wednesday. You know the conclusion that they that, that they pulled off on Wednesday. They could really have decided to not do anything at all and just drag this out, and I'd be okay with it. It felt like a cliffhanger from a really good series, and then you wait a couple of uh, wait a couple of months for the next season to pop up, and you're really excited. This is that's how good they've been doing things recently. So yeah, based, based on the numbers they did, I see why they want to go live every week. I, oh I, no, I, I definitely see. Sure. 
The dirt sheet sees Miz and Morrison impersonating New Day, Usos, and Heavy Machinery. I thought this was corny. I didn't. I didn't think it was so bad. I thought it was a. I thought Lots it was. Of people a, liked it. I thought it was a good use of the empty arena and make. This is an example of making the best out of the bad situation, and uh, they got a couple of good lines in. I thought this was. I, I thought this was funny. Right down to to Morrison yeah. just before just before heavy machinery comes out. Morrison turns to uh, to Miz and said, "Oh, by the way, your social wants us to do some boomerangs," which I thought was. Mm hilarious it was perfect so it wasn't for me that's for sure but uh heavy machinery come out for their match and tag matches are truly the best use of john morrison my excitement level for john morrison matches singles matches are way down here tag matches are way up here he is so good at these so good at Mm -hmm. these uh what was not good was the catapult punch maybe if you're the miz don't try that on somebody 100 pounds heavier than you yep Ziggler's music hits and Otis is distracted. Tucker hangs on through the commercial, does a double suplex, and we see the glitch again on SmackDown. Dolph distracts Otis mid-Caterpillar and shows Otis some pictures of he and Mandy and trolls him. Everything from here on out ruled. Mm -hmm. This was so good. Otis goes after Ziggler. Miz and Morrison come to his aid, but Otis loses it. Smashes both men into stairs post- uh, tables and barricades, and even when it looks like he's gonna like, <laughs> sorry to hit you all with the like so much, but I think Morrison jumped off and he caught him, and you could tell that the momentum was dragging him towards that post. He just turned he, around and slammed him right into it. It was fantastic. It this was, was fantastic. awesome, Warren. It was it, the the angle here was incredible. It was so so good, and this is what we needed at this stage as well. We needed Otis to stop being Bruce Banner and become the Hulk. And that's what we got. He is done being a nice guy. He's done He's done taking it. He's been pushed. He's been pushed. Because that's what Dolph has been doing. He's all but just pushing his buttons. Yep. And Tucker, Tucker's pleading with Otis not to use a chair and get them DQ'd. Otis does and they lose. But the thing I like is that Tucker... It's not the traditional trope of like, oh my god, I can't believe you got us DQ'd in this pointless match. Instead, he was there for his friend. He's like, I'm going to calm you down. It's going to be okay, buddy. I know you've had it a really tough time. Mm-hmm. Tucker ruled in this segment. Otis ruled in this segment. Ziggler was awesome in this segment. Miz and Morrison were great in this segment. And... Quite honestly, Miz and Morrison, despite being tag champions, have been doing a lot of giving lately. Yeah, they have. They have the only two matches they've won via pinfall or submission since this whole program started was their title matches. That's it. They haven't been winning any other matches by pinfall. They have been helping Otis get over. Everybody has been coming together to get this one guy over. And as a result, like... Miz and Morrison are hurting a little bit, but it's for the greater good. Tucker's not hurt. Ziggler's definitely not hurt. I care more about Ziggler than I have in years, Warren. Sure, absolutely. the 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 basis, I the, I think, one the the reason that this whole angle has been very very successful is because it's all been very grounded and it's been very natural. Uh, we've talked about it many weeks, but over over many weeks. Otis just being just being the guy trying to talk to the girl can do it finally does it go ask her on a date so on and so forth. 
it's just all very la- relatable. So you, we actually, it was easy to get behind Otis. It was easy to support him in his endeavor because it was, it, it felt authentic. And tonight, everything connected as authentic as well. Of course, you're going to get pushed over the edge at some point here. You're disappointed in yourself. You lost the girl. The, and, and then the jerk comes and keeps pushing your buttons. And then Tucker, like you said, just being a good friend, grounded, being, buddy, I'm here for you. We're gonna, we're, I'm going to help you work through this. This is all relatable stuff. It's not uh, overproduced, comical, over-the-top, typical wrestling fair. It's just, it is to an extent, but it's also very, very human as far as everything is going on right now. It's all stuff that we can relate to, and it feels different. Everyone was perfect tonight. This angle has been fantastic. It literally is the best thing in WWE running for weeks now. They have, uh, they've been uh, knocking it out of the park week after week. I, I I love it. And this, like we were saying, this has to go to a singles match at WrestleMania. It's not a tag match. This this is the payoff. This is what we need at this point because tonight's angle pushed it over the edge. If there were any doubts. Tonight's angle cemented it. Dolphin Otis at WrestleMania has to happen. Young Bibby says, Riot Squad triple threat at Mania? I think it's a lot more likely now than it was one week ago since there's two Mm -hmm. nights. Shane Haas says, I know the glitch is most likely Ali. Any chance it could be EC3? There's always a chance, but I'm going to put that at about Mm, 0.5%. Yeah, I just, I don't think WWE has any confidence in, or I don't think Vince McMahon has any confidence in him. Contract signing, Goldberg and Roman Reigns throw their chairs out of the ring. Poor office chairs, man. They got it bad there. Goldberg says he was hoping Reigns would take the challenge, but didn't think he had the balls. Reigns calls Goldberg a little bitch bulldog in his yard, holding a title he didn't earn. They bring up the tweet that Roman Reigns put out about how dumb it is to headbutt a door, and Goldberg says... I've been destroying doors with this headbutt for years. And Reigns, you're going to be the next victim. (laughs) Owned. Owned. (laughs) How how will Reigns recover from that? I don't know. I've been giving myself CTE in arenas all across this world including that time in Saudi Arabia that I definitely do not remember at all. <laughs> you know, I, I think the only possible comeback to that is suffering succotash, son. I think that's really the only way you come if back from that one. If he would have said that, I would have popped yeah. so hard. It if Roman saved. Reigns would have looked at him and said, suffering succotash, <laughs> that was a shitty promo. I would have been like, <laughs> you don't need mania. There's your coronation right there, buddy. I guess it'd be the coronation, considering everything that we're dealing with oh. now. But damn, this—I mean, it was the fortunate thing is there was no crowd. <laughs> Thankfully, there was no crowd for this. Mm-hmm. There's a Roman, lot of people who were spared this. Roman Reigns was so much better than Goldberg here. For what it was worth, it was another contract signing, another moment of uh, complete and utter c- uh, uh, creative bankruptcy on the part of WWE. And this was this was a by-the-book. If you were playing 
if you were playing contract signing bingo at home, uh, you won within the first few minutes because we got the chairs being thrown. We got the guys each having their turn, cutting their promos on each other. We got angry signing and we got a table flip. God, I hate contract signings, Sean. I hate them so much. Well, fortunately, SmackDown is over. But hey, guys, we still got plenty of stuff for you. We got podcasts all over Fightful Select. I gave you all the plug for that. That's the most direct way to support us, and it would mean a lot to us if y'all kept us up over that 500 mark. But you also have, uh, I don't know how often these daily editions of The Distraction will happen, but Jeremy Lambert, Joe Halbert brought you uh, wrestler, I think it's WWE March Madness today. Uh, it's the start of, of, a, of a segment they're doing on The Distraction. And they hit me up and they said, hey, can we do more of these since there's not a lot going on? And I said, yeah, sure, why not? Go over there, hang out with them, have a good time. Warren does lots of shows too. Why don't you tell them about it? I do a weekly wrestling weekly. recap show. Weekly. Every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Yep. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. And uh, and I, I also do an NWA power recap that I haven't been doing much these days because uh, NWA has decided to uh, to take it easy on that front, which is understandable. So I'm doing all sorts of different things. I have all sorts of extra content that I do over on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Warren Hayes! Someone actually suggested that, that I gimmick a, I know, a microphone to come down. I idea. Yeah. I think I think it's a great idea, actually. I'm not clever enough to think of that myself. Come on. <laughs> so there we go. So uh, so yeah, uh, YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. Give me a subscription. Come follow. It's a good time. We had a trivia night last night, That's which was fun. a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun, actually. If you want to check out the segment, uh, it's uh, it's live right now on my YouTube channel. We'll probably do some more some more distraction <laughs> uh, outside of the distraction podcast, yes. but. Yeah, we because you can feel everyone sort of needs it, so yes. we'll feed into that. My wife and I went to trivia for the first time ever like a month ago before the social social distancing. I saw it locally. Uh, a pub around here was doing it, and I was like, that sounds fun. Let's do it. I'll surprise my wife. I'll take her. It'll be fun. We'll do terrible. And we get halfway there, and she goes, did you know this is Harry Potter trivia? Oh and my I went, fuck! And I'll say this. There were groups of like six or seven. My wife got second place by herself. <laughs> by herself. Good on oh. her. Congratulations. Man, are you a Harry Potter guy? No, I'm not a Harry Potter oh. guy. I, I took my – so <laughs> after, uh, after uh, my wife and I got married, Fightful had just launched, so we didn't have time to take a honeymoon. We didn't have time at that point. So we delayed it for a full year. We were going to I said, I'll take you anywhere in the world. I'll save up the amount of money wherever you want to go. We're going. Cuz you got to wait. She said, "I want to go to fucking Harry Potter world." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> so we go there, Universal Studios. By the way, if you ever go guys, fast passes, that's great. But it was right after Irma. Oh, my God. And the only beneficial thing is the NXT tapings got pushed back a day, and we got to go to those. That was cool. Oh. But I'm, we're, we're spending all this stupid money at Harry Potter World. And uh, I go, and I, I'm, I'm thirsty. I drank this disgusting butter beer. 
And my wife, like, I grabbed this water, and I'm like, does this say chili water? And she goes, ha! Gilly water! <laughs> like I'm some kind of nerd. And I look at her, and I said, excuse me? I'm the dork here? I'm the, I'm the one with the issue here? Because I didn't know what a gilly water was? Excuse me. Excuse me. It was a good time, though. It was a good time. Also, because I got those fast passes. I didn't have to hang around those snot-nosed brats in line. For for the record, I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but but I know what gilly water is. Eh, well, I don't. Uh, I know who Professor Snape is because he is the legend from Die Hard <laughs> 1. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say Universal Studios was a lot of fun. I didn't realize what she was experiencing until we hit Simpsons Land. I have not watched Simpsons in probably 20 years, but I grew up on it. And I was like, wow, this rules. We're going to Krusty Burger. And then I was <laughs> like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Fightful.com. It's the place to be. Thank you all so much. We're out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.